going on guys this is just another critic and as you guys already know as you can see on screen or if you're reading the podcast title we're heading into week six of college football and we're gonna be talking about the week six predictions today um i've got about six matchups that i'm going to be going over and these are the six matchups that i actually think have consequences this week or actually really matter uh, as far as what would affect the big picture, which is the college football playoff. Um, let's jump right into it. First one, big matchup in the Big 12. We've got Texas taking on Oklahoma. And throughout the past four years, this game's actually been decided by single digits. Um, last time I checked, the spread was at 7.5, favoring OU. Um, throughout the season, I mean, Texas's defense has played well this season, but I just think Kyler Murray, uh, he's, he's just too dynamic. He's got too much tools. Um, you know, he's got his arm, he can run, he can, he can do it all. Um, anything that you ask him to do, he can pretty much get it done. Um, so it's going to be tough for them to actually stop this guy. Um, all, all they're, all they're going to be able to do is try and slow him down. Um, the Oklahoma defense has improved, but they still look suspect. They've been giving up points versus lower, uh, lesser opponents throughout this season. I do expect um, some type of, I guess you could say, shootout early on. But I don't think Texas offensively will be able to keep up with OU. Um, Oklahoma just scores and scores and scores and they find a way, and of course, of course, uh, Coach Lincoln Riley, um, he just knows how to draw out plays versus just about anyone. As you saw last year, Baker, a lot of people didn't think they're going to score that much versus Georgia, but Lincoln Riley, he finds a way, and I think they're going to find a way this weekend. Um, I think OU can potentially win by two to three touchdowns, but I have the final score: Oklahoma wins, forty-five to thirty-one. Once again, Oklahoma wins 45 to 31. Moving along to the second matchup, I've got LSU taking on Florida. Uh, I am expecting the LSU run game to play a big part in the outcome of this game. And if they can get their running backs going, um, it's pretty much checkmate. Uh, I think obviously most people know that up until this point, LSU's defense has been shouldering the load and, and, and basically keeping them in the game for the most part whenever they've taken on um, good opponents such as Auburn. Um, defensively, obviously, they shouldn't have much trouble with the Florida offense. Florida's offense just doesn't have much going. Their quarterback isn't that great. Running game still trying to get figured out. Uh, statistic, statistically, they look defense, but I personally believe the better quarterback of the two is Joe Barrow, hands down. Um, and I think LSU has the advantage on all fronts in this game. I don't think they're going to have any issue uh, beating Florida in this one, I think LSU wins this one 31 to 10. Um, moving along to the third matchup, I'm taking a look at we have NC State taking on Boston College. Now, NC State hasn't really played the most challenging schedule at this point. Um, it's really been poor, honestly. Uh, however, Boston College offensively, they lean heavily on their run game, which is obviously expected with the type of running back they have in A.J. Dillon. I'm expecting to see uh, NC State to try and take a page out of Purdue's book. And obviously just a week or two ago, Purdue 
pretty much dismantled Boston College and held them to about 80 yards rushing, forced the quarterback to try and beat them, and that didn't go over very well. Um, and I do think that's kind of the route that NC State's going to try and take. They're going to try and force their quarterback to uh, force Boston College's quarterback to beat them in all aspects of the game. Um, but I just think NC State's quarterback, Ryan Finley, is obviously the better of the two, and he'll do just enough to get the W. I do think it's going to be a close game, and it may come down to the wire. Um, wouldn't be surprised if Boston College pulls it off, just edges them out, but I do have NC State winning it 24-17 to in a close one um, for the ACC. Uh, moving along, we're staying in the ACC. We've got FSU taking on Miami, which is always a fun matchup to watch. And uh, based on what we've seen between both of the teams so far, a lot of people may be expecting FSU to get blown out uh, because Miami has been on a pretty good run so far. Um, but with along with FSU, they've they've actually somewhat been getting things together, getting more organized, and they have looked a bit sharper in their last two matchups. Um, but the crazy thing is, uh, along with this matchup throughout the past four years, it's been decided by single-digit margin of victory. Um, and I don't expect that to change this week. Uh, Miami looks the better side overall. Defensively, they're starting to get in their groove. Um, and I, I am expecting Miami to edge it out 30-24 to 24 in a close one. Um, I just think Miami's going to be able to do more. They're more organized up until this point, and FSU's just got um, too much troubles, uh, too much issues is a better word. Um, on the offensive line, still trying to clean that up. And I think Miami overall, they're just a better side and they're going to go ahead and edge this one out 30 to 24. Um, next matchup is kind of a big deal. We've got the University of Kentucky uh, taking on Texas A&M. Now that record for Texas A&M three and two is actually really deceiving. Uh, those those losses have been to Alabama and Clemson, two teams that have been in the college football playoff for the past two years. So we can't really, you know, take much away from that. Um, this was arguably Kentucky's biggest challenge um, up until this point. I don't expect the run game uh, that Kentucky has. They lean heavily on that run game with uh, Benny Snow Jr. And he's done a great job of carrying the load and making it a lot easier for the quarterback. But I just don't think the run game is going to be as successful versus AM. and um, And Kentucky's quarterback is going to have to shoulder the load this time. And unfortunately, I don't think they're going to be able to walk out of this one with a W. I think this is going to be their first loss of the season. And I've got Texas A&M winning this game 31-17. to So I've got... Texas A&M winning this game 31-17. I mean, we've been doubting Kentucky just about all season. They've been an underdog in almost every game. So I would love it if they would surprise me, but I just don't think this is going to be one of those weeks where we're going to see a surprise. Um, Like I said, A&M wins it 31-17. The last matchup of the week that I want to go ahead and touch on is Notre Dame taking on Virginia Tech. Obviously, this is massive, massive, massive game for Notre Dame. They've got the most to lose here. Um, going to be a tough environment to play in. Obviously, Virginia Tech's always got phenomenal crowd, um, great community, great support. 
But I just, man, this game's going to be fun to watch. And typically, Virginia Tech is pretty sound defensively with a balanced attack on offense. However, uh, Notre Dame, the new quarterback that they just brought in, I spoke about him last weekend and kind of expected him to help Notre Dame become a more dynamic offense and no longer a run-first uh, run quarterback. Ian Book is just not that type of guy. Um, and he's looked really good making plays with his arm, and he, he can do enough with his feet to get it done if he has to use his feet. The Notre Dame defense obviously is no slouch either. Um, and Notre Dame have a lot to lose. They've got a lot to prove. And one loss could knock them out of the college football playoff. And I, up until this point, they've looked really good, really impressive. And if they can win out, I don't see why they can't get in. It's practically their destiny is in their hands. And the question is, will they fall at Virginia Tech? And as Lee Corso says, not so fast. And I'm thinking the same thing here. I don't think Notre Dame is going to walk away um, with a loss this Saturday night. I've actually got Notre Dame walking out of Saturday night with the win, 34 to 20. Um, I think, obviously, the the home crowd is going to play a big part in the game, but eventually Notre Dame is going to quiet them down. They're going to slowly and methodically take over this game, and I've got Notre Dame winning it 34 to 20. Moving along, and they're going to continue to have the, their destiny in their hands. Um, surprise game to watch out for would be the Maryland and University of Michigan game. I think that game may actually turn into a good game. Not necessarily a upset alert because uh, Maryland has played pretty well this season. Um, but with that being said, that's all I've got for you guys today. I am going to be making an upset alerts video for week six. I'm going to be dropping that uh, either today or tomorrow. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I appreciate you guys watching. If you enjoy the content, please go ahead and give me a like, comment, and subscribe. Um, yeah, you guys have a great rest of your day. This is Justin of the Critic signing off. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.